Support for The Bittersweet Life comes from Clyde Hill Publishing, partner and publisher for founders, innovators, thinkers, and tinkerers. Clyde Hill works with non-traditional authors to help bring their ideas and lessons to life. Their newest title is I Had No Idea You Were Black by Ronald Crutcher. Whether navigating cancel culture at the University of Richmond, where he serves as president in the heart of the former Confederacy, or teaching Northeast liberals the true meaning of functional diversity, Dr. Crutcher offers lessons on life and leadership that none of us can afford to ignore. To learn more about Clyde Hill's services and books, visit ClydeHillPublishing.com or Clyde Hill Pub on Twitter. I'm Katie Sewell, and this is A Bittersweet Moment with Tiffany Parks. Hello, and welcome to The Bittersweet Life. I'm Tiffany Parks, and this is your midweek bittersweet moment. So we get a lot of questions from listeners, whether by email, voice memo, social media, what have you. And when we get messages that we think that many of our other listeners would be interested in, we try to answer them on air. So I'm going to do that today just for this mini episode. So we got a message recently from listener Nancy, who says, I was listening to an old episode of The Bittersweet Life, number 69 group trip. Tiffany said, I'd never trust TripAdvisor. May I ask why Tiffany feels that way? And who would she trust? I promise I'm not affiliated with TripAdvisor, but I do refer to it when planning my trips. Thank you. Well, Nancy and everyone else who uses TripAdvisor or who, or who may in the future, I have had a couple of personal experiences, nothing terrible, with TripAdvisor, things that I have myself seen or that friends of mine have told me about happening to them. And that's the main reason. So I think the first time I was, I became dubious about TripAdvisor because I used to use TripAdvisor as well. I'll be honest, I've never posted on TripAdvisor. Although I have an account, I've often thought about it. I thought, you know, this was such a great hotel. I should, I should leave them a good review. I'm really bad about actually going out and posting on there. So I will say that. But I did often read reviews of hotels or restaurants I was looking to go to. And I stayed at a hotel in the city of Bangkok, Thailand, about 10, about 12 years ago now. And I stayed in this glorious, beautiful hotel. One of the best things about this hotel was the breakfast buffet. I mean, it was unreal. I've never in my life at any other time experienced a breakfast buffet like this one with so many different types of food and the quality also amazing. Western food, Eastern food, European type breakfast, full American breakfast, British breakfast. I mean, you could get any, it was, it was amazing. I remember when I was looking through the reviews, and I'm not sure why I was looking through the reviews after I was already there, but someone posted, the buffet, the breakfast buffet was adequate, or it was moderate, it was passing. It was a bit of a disparaging, not terrible comment about the breakfast buffet. And I thought, well, I don't know what you're used to, man, but this is the most amazing breakfast buffet I've ever had. And 
that was sort of my first wake up call is, hmm, maybe, you know, maybe you can't really trust the reviews. And in years since, I have come to learn that every single place, no matter how amazing, is going to have people who complain about it. There are people out there who can find something wrong with perfection. And when my husband and I were looking for a hotel to stay at in the Dolomite Mountains a couple of summers ago, we didn't have any really one to turn to to ask for advice about that. We did spend a certain amount of time on TripAdvisor looking at reviews. And every single one of these places has comments that are like, this is the most amazing place I've ever stayed. And this place is terrible. Don't ever go there. I mean, what what are you supposed to do? I mean, obviously, if they're all this place is terrible, then that gives you a clue. But the main reason I don't trust TripAdvisor is I just think that lots of people like to complain. And I think often the types of people who leave reviews are the types of people who like to complain. And so let's just say I take that type of review with a very, very big grain of salt. Now, unfortunately, sometimes those negative reviews can cause a lot of problems for small hotels, small restaurants. And I think that is where TripAdvisor starts to become really abused. And I had a friend here in Rome who had a very small takeout sandwich place. It was not a real restaurant. It was not a sit-down restaurant. There were no tables. There was a little sort of countertop with stools for three people. And they made sandwiches there out of fresh ingredients right in front of your eyes on request. And it was a wonderful place. It was very close to the Vatican Museums. It was called Fabio. It still exists, but they have expanded it and it is now a real restaurant. And I think the name has changed. But if you search for Fabio, bio as in biological, organic, you should find it. It still exists. There's actually um, a sandwich on the menu named after me. I'm proud to say it's still on the menu after like 15 years. Um, but they were doing great. They had really great reviews because they're so friendly. The food was so fresh. And, you know, one person left them a terrible review, one star, because they said something like, well, it's not a restaurant. Okay. How is it their fault that TripAdvisor has categorized them as a restaurant? You know, this is the kind of review that drives me crazy the most. You're not complaining about the food. You're not complaining about the service. You're not complaining about the cleanliness. You're complaining about the categorization of the restaurant. You're saying, this isn't a restaurant. This shouldn't be classified as a restaurant. Therefore, I'm giving it one star. And their rating went way down, and they really suffered because of it. It really upset me for them that this website that anybody can use, you don't need to say, you know, who you are. You don't need to... You don't even need to have been to these places, quite frankly. Nobody checks up on it. it. can really hurt someone else's business in such a way is unfair. And this has happened to other friends of mine who run a small hostel here in Rome. And I know that they're very attuned to the needs of their guests. And they do so many things. They go above and beyond what any hostel would be expected to do in terms of events that they plan and food that they offer and friendliness and hospitality. It's just a wonderful place. And, you know, there's always going to be that one person who gives them a terrible review for something that oftentimes is really unfair, saying something like, oh, well, there were shared bathrooms. Maybe it said that there were shared bathrooms on the website, and maybe you just didn't look at the website. So often I think there are misunderstandings that are not the fault of the hotel or the restaurant. And so I think that TripAdvisor can really hurt businesses that don't deserve it. And I think the opposite is true too. I think that there are people out there who, there are companies, particularly restaurants, who pay people or incentivize people to give them reviews. I know specifically this happened because I had a friend who was a tour guide. A lot of my evidence 
on this. It's consequential. It's personal experience. But, you know, sometimes that's really what matters. So I had a friend who was a tour guide and every single day after his tours, he had these big groups of tourists, 30, 40 people, and he would tell them all to go to a particular restaurant. And he would just go on and on and on and on and on about this restaurant and just say how amazing it was and how good it was and how the food was excellent and it was so authentic and this and that. And then he would tell them that they had to leave reviews for the restaurant. Well, I came to find out that he, this guy, this tour guide, was getting kickbacks. Every single person who went there, he got 20 euros for every couple. And if they left a review, he got a bonus. I went to the restaurant just to check it out, just to see. It was nothing fancy. The food was okay. It wasn't bad. But it wasn't super authentic. It was a very new restaurant. It was underground. It was not particularly charming in any way. This restaurant got a really, really high rating on TripAdvisor. It was one of the highest rated restaurants in the city. Now, how is that possible that some small, completely (laughs) non-special restaurant would end up at the top of TripAdvisor? It's because it's not trustworthy. So... Those are my sort of personal experiences with TripAdvisor. I would say it's not something to completely rule out, but it shouldn't be the thing that you rely on. I think the best thing about TripAdvisor is looking at the pictures because you can really see what a hotel actually looks like as opposed to what they want you to make think it looks like. So the photos can be useful, but but I think that the that the ratings are really misleading. I would go on blogs. I mean, a lot of people have travel blogs you know, they're a little bit more trustworthy because there's a name behind it. There's a person behind it. You know, and a lot of people will say, you know, I do not get compensated for this review that most respectable food and travel writers operate in that way. Maybe they get a free meal, you know, in exchange for an honest review that sometimes happens, but they're generally not being paid to do this because if they were, you know, nobody would trust them and nobody would follow their blog. So I would be more apt to go on blogs and just to dig a little bit deeper I think that TripAdvisor is a little bit too easy to use and too easy to abuse. So that's my personal opinion. If you totally disagree, write in and tell me why. And uh, I hope that you are able to plan a trip in the near future. I hope that we all are. Thanks for listening. Join us again. Bye. Thanks for joining us. Subscribe to the show if you haven't already. And if you love it, leave us a good review. And tell all of your friends about us. Also, if you have an idea for a bittersweet moment, send it to us by email or voice memo. We're at bittersweetlife at mail.com. Or find us using the contact page at thebittersweetlife.net.